right, good morning. Um, let's say hello to Rick. Rick is not with us um, this morning, but we just want to say hello to him because we love him and we thank him. And we're here with and Captain he's Evil. And patient with us when we just decide to are we, fly off the cuff. Are we in hypercolor today? Are we in is hypercolor? that This was a, um, one of my birthday presents from Only... my, my surprise party with the girls. And it's finally cool enough this morning that I could like wear it to school. Well, off. only people my age remember hypercolor. Yeah, uh, you know. No, I remember hypercolor too. It Do was you? like it was heat sensitive. Yeah, and, and so everybody's pits were pink. And <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that, Lori? The hypercolor. There was like I think I was in junior high when hypercolor came out, and everybody wanted these shirts that would change with the temperature. Right. They gotta come back. <laughs> but they look like those. Yeah, they did look like this actually. But we're gonna get it was, into. It was like a mood ring on a shirt. That's exactly. But all your pits were hot, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, we have an in-studio audience today. We have um, Arturo, very, very good friend of mine, and I, I, I'll said it once, I'll say it again. I, I probably would not have made it in this business without Arturo. Yeah. Um, when I, um, look, Art, oh. I always say that you are the um, best thing I inherited from this relationship. Wow, people <laughs> like, are, family's watching. Like, Family is watching. Yeah, but like, out of all your friends that predate you and I, uh, Art was like the best one that came with the package. Well, Arturo's like a brother, and and honestly, I would not have made it without him. And he's here today. And then <clears throat> he introduced me to a very good friend of his, Pete. And Pete and I have become uh, very good friends over the years. And and not only that, his brother would hire me to do Christmas parties at a time when I really needed the money. So um, <laughs> they're they're in the audience with us because. Uh, we're in the gonna, audience. Well, are there are studio audience? Live in yeah. Studio audience. Um, and of course, Miss Laurie, but. Uh, uh, we're going to convince Pete to move to um, beautiful New Braunfels. So yeah. uh, he already did the thing over there in Frisco with, with Arturo, and, okay. and now he's going to come visit over here. So uh, there, so feel free to laugh. Feel free to ask questions. Only um, at my jokes, not at Steve's. <laughs> you have no jokes, zero <laughs> jokes. Um, but it was funny because, you know, Art is, uh, he's very, uh, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. He has good taste. Bougie art. Like you go to his house and his house is fucking flawless. Immaculate. 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 I mean, you don't, I mean, it's the, you don't want to touch anything, you know, house, right? But he he does have good taste. He does have good taste. And uh, Renee and I are talking about. Steve uh, is less of a slob when he stays at your home than anywhere else. Well, I mean. Arturo doesn't know the things I do to his house on purpose. Uh, he needs a blue light after. You're so gross. What? You, could have been anything. Could have been queso dip. Could have been. Queso comes up on a blue light. Yeah. Um, anyway, we were, we're, we're talking about putting a backsplash on our bar here in the house. And Renee, Renee was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. And it's going to look janky. And. Gabe said it's going to look janky. And I no, go, well, just I ask. said it's going to look janky because we have to leave like this wood strip at the top and the bottom. And then inevitably, Gabe, the contractor, goes, well, you know, the um, the backsplash you picked ranges from $5 a square foot to $57 a square foot. And I'm like, fucking Renee, I guarantee you the one she likes. I didn't pick it. Is- Gabe brought several samples for me to pick what I like, but he just said they range from this to this. And I have a feeling the one I like is probably on the higher end. So she was asking my opinion. I'm like, well, Arturo's here. Ask Arturo. He's like a woman. He'll tell you, he'll tell you <laughs> which one, which one is nice. Um, but 
uh, with that being said, yes, I had a wonderful day yesterday. I want to talk about yesterday, and and you know, I, I, again, I tried to take Garrett along for like special things. Yeah, you know, things that things that he can see that <clears throat> in my life I do not only do stand up. Right. You know that. Our, our efforts for Helicopters for Heroes are, are really nonstop all year. And, and yesterday we had our annual, third annual golf tournament. Yeah. And I just wanted to spend the day with Garrett, just me and him. And I'm so proud of him. He did, you know, and you wonder because golf is one of those like all day things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, he's going to get bored. You know, he, he really doesn't play golf. We ha- He had like little mini golf clubs. They had golf clubs for him? Well, no. When he was a kid... He, oh, he had oh. like um, mini golf clubs that he would hit a ball or two. So is that what y'all took? You took them for him? No. Well, he ended oh. up hitting my golf clubs and he would choke up. I got uh, He hit every single ball and he would go, I go first. I call first. You know, and he'd go up there and tee up. And, uh-huh. and I mean, he would hit every single ball. And then we all it, it would play a scramble, which means that everybody hits a ball. Uh-huh. And then you choose the best ball. And then everybody hits from there. Right. Oh, okay. So it kind of moves things along. Uh-huh. Well, and, and we only had three players on our team. We're supposed to have four. So we just made Garrett kind of. The fourth? The fourth. Yeah. But if he missed, we'd putt for him, you know, or yeah. do something for him. But he ended up draining a 30-foot putt for us. What is, I don't know what that means. What does draining a 30-foot putt mean? Putting into the hole a 30-foot putt. Why do you call it draining? Well, it's just what it's called. I okay. Mean, we're going to get into an argument <laughs> over what it's called and why. I'm starting my life. This is why I was not invited. <laughs> I can't ask questions. Everything's a fucking question. Okay, go. Uh, keep talking. So anyway, we had a wonderful time, you know, me and Garrett yesterday together. <clears throat> we did get him home a little late, but um, we ended up raising $30,000 yesterday for our veterans, which That's awesome. makes me... That's awesome. Um, I'm glad you took him too, because I think a lot of times Um, you do stuff for helicopters for heroes and he doesn't go because school and those are on days that are in addition to your regular travel schedule. So he feels those days even more because it's like a day dad's supposed to be here. But we had a great time and I was just, I was really proud of him and, and he helped out and I was doing the auction and, and Jerry taught him how to be a spotter. Oh so no way! He's, he's in the he's in there like you know I'm like, I went over here, uh, Dad. I go you know. Oh, that's um, cute. I was just really proud of him, and I, and I just you know life and time goes by so fast. Yeah. And you know he's already grown so much um, over these past few years, and it was just a a really good father son day for for me and Garrett, and then of course. You know, Delilah's like, I want to date with daddy. Oh, because, well, so I, I felt like since we had the afternoon and you guys were out of the house, I was like, let me take advantage of this and do something fun, just Delilah and I. And my plan was to get her from school early and take her to the children's museum because she's been asking for that. But I had my eye doctor's appointment and they dilated my eyes and it ran longer than I thought. And it was just, I couldn't get to her in time. So um, I told her, let's go get Froyo because she loves Froyo. 
And then we tried, I thought she was ready for manicure and pedicure because she's been asking about getting her nails polished and she was trying to polish them the other day and I needed a pedicure terribly. So I was like, let me take her terribly. to a place where She needed have, one like, terribly. I, I had some funky toes going I on. I just needed it terribly. Um, but, but I took her and she was really excited about the little chair at first, but then she was kicking her feet and splashing water everywhere. And then the poor lady just kept telling her, put your hands like this. And like, she couldn't hold still long enough. They tried to redo them for her. I was like, it's okay. Just like, leave them all I hope you messed up. I did. I did. I did. I hope you tipped. And they did mine real, real quick because they wanted to get us out of there. But um, but I don't think she's ready for many petties yet. But when I told her we were having um, a date, just her and mommy, she said, I want to go on a date with my daddy. I'm going to take her. So Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm going to take her on a little date, just me and her. I'll check her out of school and we'll go. We'll go do something together, me and yeah. her. And I just, I can't get over how fast little girls turn into women. Like, oh my God, it's insane. The little purses and the way she she shops. This, this little girl shops. Oh, last night, like, putting her to bed, she told me, she said, mommy, I want a purple purse, like out of nowhere. She said, I want a purple purse with black stripes. And I was like, mm, oh, She'll okay, be like, that's cute. I'm like, you're two and a half. <laughs> Isn't this cute? I'm like, What? So, you know, I remember talking to, um, you know, Matt, uh, Matt and Lacey, you know, and, uh-huh. and Matt saying, oh, yeah, you know, we, we did a daddy daughter dance at three. And I was like, that's ridiculous. And, <laughs> and but now I'm like, I guess I'm doing a daddy daughter dance. At yeah. Three. The other day in the morning, she's like, daddy, I want to dance with you. And oh, we always like, dance. I love dancing with with yeah. Delilah. You know, she is just uh, she's a handful, but she is. <laughs> She's my world, man. She's absolutely beautiful. And I did San Jose, um, California this week. Yeah. And then, gosh, what a fucking disaster trying to get home. You know, these airlines, they, you know, when I, I'm executive platinum. Yeah. And their lack of fucks is unbelievable. <laughs> I, right? I, I mean, it's unbelievable how they're just like, yeah, well, that's what it is. Like, what do you mean that's what it is? Well, like, I mean, there's only so many options. There's only so many planes, and there's I, only I, I so ended many up, seats. I ended and... up having to get on. I ended up having to buy a completely other ticket. Yeah. Which reminds me, Miss Lori, we got to get our money back from that other ticket. But I ended up having to, to buy a completely other flight on Southwest to get me home, which I still didn't get to make Garrett's baseball game, which was uh, a bummer. Yeah. I was bummed out about that. But San Jose was always a great weekend. Um, the theater is, is awesome. It, it's just so sad because when I would, when my, when my first time to go to San Jose, that comedy club was brand new. That's the two story, the one, two story right? one. The, and it's a beautiful it's like an old theater in downtown. It's an old theater. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful comedy club, but just everything around it is boarded up and sad and graffitied and, and, and you just go, man, what happened? I mean, it was you know, there was all these restaurants and nice restaurants. I was going to say, I went with you years ago before we had Garrett. And it was like you could walk down the strip. And I just remember all kinds of people walking around there. Yeah, little movie theaters and restaurants. And, you know, and, yeah. and now it's just sad, man. You know, so, you know, it was a great weekend of shows. And it was yeah. fun. And I, I did work out the, the set two, oh, two different ways. And, you and did. Both work, both work. But what did What did you decide? Are you sharing uh, what you decided? Or no, you're... I, I, I want to talk to Brian. I haven't had a chance to talk to Brian. Yeah. I, I did lose my voice because um, Thursday before I left, uh-huh. I did, I forgot to talk about this. I, I, I did the, um, um, 
the you, Ronald McDonald House. The Ronald House. McDonald House. Yeah, we the raised benefit for the Ronald McDonald House. We, we did a benefit for the Ronald McDonald House of Corpus Christi, and <clears throat> this is my third year to do it for them. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, and I don't want to overspeak, but I think we raised over three hundred thousand for the Ronald McDonald yeah? House. Yeah, that's and I, amazing. And I got to tell you, man, like you know, I think, and and I hope I'm not hurting anybody's feelings, but. You know, McDonald's has kind of gotten a a bad rap at times. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, McDonald's. You know, they yeah. don't they don't take care of their employees. Or you know, you just hear these things about McDonald's. But the the you know, I, I hope to change people's minds about McDonald's after this because the generosity of these McDonald's owners is through the roof. So, so people I mean, understand through that the roof, the Ronald McDonald house is a facility for families. They're usually next to children's hospitals and their facility where families who are being treated can come stay free. And it really creates a little community for them. But then independent, it's not, it's not like McDonald's that funds these. It is the independent owners, right? Of each McDonald's franchise that Choose take ownership that's their charity these. yeah and and oh my gosh dude and you know oh, i'm getting choked up you know you got this little girl on stage you know the tube in the nose yeah heart surgery and, and i mean i'm just thinking of delilah and i'm like gosh man like i couldn't imagine what these parents are going through and then to have to because they're I, I forget where they were from but to have to have your kid in the hospital for <clears throat> X amount of days or X amount of weeks or sometimes months. months. Yeah. How can you afford to also stay closed because they need you close? Yeah. So the Ronald McDonald House, I mean, it's like a, a huge hotel for these families. They feed them. They take care of them. They have activities. Yeah. There's, I mean, <clears throat> but the generosity from these McDonald's owners really changed my mind. And, and makes me go, you know what? I'm going to stop by a McDonald's. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that, that when I want that snack or those nuggets or something yeah. to stop by the McDonald's because the generosity, and Lori was there, is through the roof. I mean, yeah. I'm selling items for $50,000 to these people. You know, they, they, the kids had quilted a quilt. Yeah. Every kid in that, house had a pat like a had a patch piece of the quilt and of course that's invaluable right yeah but i mean we somebody paid thirty thousand dollars to have that quilt and that was a mcdonald's franchisee owner yeah i mean it isn't i mean the way that these guys were throwing money at this thing was just i mean it, it really says a lot about the franchisee owners of mcdonald's because you know, they love these kids, they support these kids, and they back it up. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, Lori will tell you, I mean, it was unbelievable to watch. I mean, I'm sitting there going 10,000, 5,000, 6,000, 40,000, and, and I go, I got two of them. Are you guys okay with that? Absolutely. No problem. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, just spending money after money. I mean, it, it was just a really beautiful event. <laughs> it was indoors this time. We did it outdoors last time, and I was sweating my balls off, but... <laughs> Um, this time, thank God it was indoors, but just a, a, a first class event. Yeah. And, and I hope oh, I'm that, bummed I missed it this year. It was a good time last year. I hope that those of you that are watching right now think about supporting McDonald's because 
the the Ronald McDonald House is something really special. Yeah, they're all over the yeah. country too. There's locations all over they're the country. They're all over the country, and it was really cool because we had um, the San Antonio franchisees come to this event because they go, "Oh, Steve, we heard you were going to perform." Oh, you know, cool. so so we wanted to come and support. Yeah, the Corpus Christi House, also. So then you sit there and you go, "Wait a minute, also." Yeah. So that means you're already supporting the one in San Antonio. The one in San Antonio. And then you're willing to come here and throw more money yeah. at the one for Corpus Christi. So you it, know, Garrett it was, had a, a classmate that had a very specialized surgery and she had to go to a children's hospital that was like on the East Coast. So what you're saying, like they traveled um, really far to get to that hospital and they stayed in a Ronald McDonald house too. Like they, they put them strategically, they're located next to children's hospitals that typically specialize in something. And, and, I, you know, uh, you know, Michelle, who who is the, the she runs everything. She's been there eleven years, and I, I just told her. I said, I don't know how you do it. Like the stamina, the, the well, the the you know dealing with sick kids. That, well, that's what I and mean. The stamina, the st- and then deep. and then obviously you know they've lost kids. Yeah. You know, and I just don't know if I could do that job. I don't know if I could I could deal with it. And and it, you know, Pete is a sheriff and. Uh, retired sheriff and and that's another job too that you know when they're getting called to these domestic um issues and they're seeing you know stuff, these kids because yeah. kids kids and veterans man for me i'm yeah. in right you, you know we want to help veterans want to help kids i am fucking in. i'm getting choked up right now because i i just don't know how they do it i honestly you know and you know me i i can't deal yeah i you cannot leave deal. the room yeah i, I leave the room you know, I, I, well, it's you know, also I, hard to sit through a presentation like that and oh, then get up there and tell jokes and make people laugh. That's quite the emotional you know, they, And they show you these videos. You're just like, I can't, man. I, yeah. you know, and, and, and I've become more of a pussy, uh, you know, as I've had kids. <laughs> you have kids and then you just get, you know, I mean, because you start to think, oh, my gosh, like how blessed are we that we did not have to go through that? Yeah. You know, that, that our kids are healthy and, you know, it's just. It's tough, but uh, kudos to to the Corpus Christi Ronald McDonald House, and and I, like I said, I think I think we raised over three hundred thousand. So awesome. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Ended up losing my voice for it. Are they still working on building a new facility? They're trying to Is build. That what they're, 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 they're still raising money for. Build yeah. a um, a new facility, and then <laughs> again, you want to support all the charities, you know, but. Um, Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend is my home. Yeah, you know, it's where we grew up. So we always try to give back there. Then, of course, we're trying to do a little more here in, in New Braunfels yes. as we move forward. Working on the Christmas podcast again to do right here in New Braunfels with <clears throat> some of my celebrity friends and, yeah. and do something really special. Um, but great weekend overall. And then to to bring the mood up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I got to give it up to Jamie. Jamie, you know, she's one of our friends here in the neighborhood. And, and her and her, I coach uh, I've coached with her husband, um, Little League, and now Elite Ball for, gosh, this is our fifth year uh-huh. coaching our boys, I think. Wow. Four or five, four or five. Yeah. Uh, and we've become very good friends. They're neighborhood friends. And, and they, J- Jamie's awesome. And Jamie needs more credit because that girl keeps everybody going, yeah. everybody together. She's great energy. She's always a good time. Oh, she's four foot 11. <laughs> she's on fire all the time. She will outdrink any man in this room. She's like the female she version is. of you, actually. She is, she is. We always talk about, and Travis is the male, uh, the male version of you. You know, Travis watches the show. You watch the show, right? Um, but but she she called me up and and she goes, "That's it. I'm doing a thing for Renee, 
for her birthday. Uh-huh. Um, and she goes, don't tell Renee. She goes, but it's going to be a panty party. Well, there's two of us mamas on the baseball team that share a birthday. Yes. Christine and I, but we found out. We didn't realize that we both have the same birthday. Have the same birthday. And it was so funny because she was like, I'm buying panties and I'm putting them all over the place. But we got to find out. We, we got to find the right restaurant. <laughs> a restaurant that will let us hang panties up on their wall. Yeah. And that has kind of a back room. And Miss Lori was a big because part of all of it. How do you explain to the rest of the people eating lunch why there's panties all over the place? Dude, I I, I want to. So, we, uh, Lori, if we could send a bunch of pictures um, to Rick, because I would love to show some of the pictures. Yeah. Of, of oh, Sarah Massengale got a great video of me being surprised. So let's let's hit up Sarah Massengale and, and uh, all the ladies to get some pictures, because I think you might have started a new trend. A panty party? I think I think there's going to oh, be panty parties so moving cute. forward. We did it at um, Las Fontanas where we had the Mother's Day podcast. And they have a back room, which you don't see on the podcast. But it has this, um, like it has the Los Fontanas symbol in a neon on like a green plant wall. And they tied panties into all the plants on the wall. And then there was crotchless panties which, on the chairs. You know, like... Uh, <laughs> You know when you go to a wedding? Because they were they extra like large. Um, they were <laughs> 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 big to fit on the backs of the chairs. <laughs> but I didn't even know what they were. I thought they were like bras. I can't imagine who the woman <laughs> that wears those extra large crotchless panties. I just, hey baby, <laughs> come get some. Christina and he's like, hell no. Look what it did to one. your panties. <laughs> so, but it was fun. It was good. It was a ton of fun. It was a lot of fun. ton of fun. <laughs> That's what those panties are called. It was a ton of fun. <laughs> the extra large crotchless yeah. panties are called a ton of fun. <laughs> That's what those are called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Uh, but, but it yeah, was good. We got, we got plenty of panties. I, and I... <laughs> That Jamie, man, like she's such, she's always organizing things for people. Yeah, she's always, always the room mom. She'll say, I'm not going to be the room mom anymore. And every year she's the room she's, mama. She's great. And we just want to thank Jamie because she's just uh, such good energy and she's so much fun. And yes. she's, and I also love her because she, <laughs> I can't tell you, like I will tell, I'll sell you a joke. And then she's like, I don't get it. Everybody else is dying. But it'll be one of those jokes that I tell that's kind of like you have to think a little bit. And, she, and she's like, <laughs> She's like, I don't get it. So then we have to explain to her why it's funny. But she's just good energy and, and so much fun and, and and a good mom, too. And, yeah. you know, we just love having them in our lives. And I'm glad that they did that for you. And then I surprised you. Gosh, Renee. Oh, my. This birthday is it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. We. I surprised you with Christina. You did. I was LA so friends. surprised. I went into the room and um, I was saying hi to everyone and hugging everyone. And I hadn't noticed her because, you know, there were several ladies in the room. I hadn't noticed her. And so she came up to me and I was completely caught by surprise. That was good. And then she yeah. got to hang out for a couple days? Or? She did. She stayed for the weekend. She did baseball with us. Um, and we went to breakfast before she had to get on a, on a plane to head back. But um, she was like, now I understand, like, why you don't answer your phone or respond to texts or know where stuff is. Like 
it's a it's a juggling act with Delilah when you're gone and getting us out the door on time well, and everybody I, dressed. I felt terrible because I, in my attempt to help you, I preloaded my SUV, <laughs> right? Because I was like, well, you know, I, I'm here. You know, Renee's always complaining about her life and having to get everything together. So I was like, okay, I will preload the chairs. I will preload the fan. I will get everything going. <laughs> For Renee, and then fucking Timmy drove off with the SUV. I'm like, oh, Renee, I'm sorry. I feel like a dick. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lori, so, oh, you didn't know about this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Here I am trying to do the right thing and help Renee out and get her all loaded up. Luckily, and, I mean, I only needed one chair for me, and, you know, we have an extra cooler and stuff. So it was it was fine. It all worked out. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it did, it did work out, thank God. Because if it didn't work out, oh, boy, I would have... <laughs> I would have never heard uh, the the absolute end of it, but um, Garrett won. They went undefeated on on Saturday, and then poor guys, they lost on Sunday. Yeah. Well, they I mean they did lose to the team that ended up winning the championship. Yes. Which was. Um, but good. we had beat that team same team on Saturday, so it was you know. But but also a great lesson, right? Um, what did Sarah say? Because I I asked Sarah, she you know she said. How do you, and I think you and I have had this conversation, like how do you, you want your kid to have drive, right? And really drive to win and to succeed. But at the same time, you don't want them to, um, to be sore losers. So like, what is, what is the balance between taking a loss like a champ and still being driven? Well, well, two, well, two things, you know, that's one of the things that we are so strict about. And all of us coaches are on the same page where we win classy and yeah. we lose classy. Yeah. Right? And we are, I mean, we will lose, we have lost our shit, you know, when the kids go in the dugout and throw the helmet on the ground and we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Right? And by the way, in baseball, which is probably the hardest sport out there, you know, baseball is the only sport where you can, you can be 30% and end up in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Cause it's, it's I was a, gonna say, oh, you might've just opened up some comments right there with saying baseball is the hardest sport. That's a strong Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is one of the best athletes of our generation Yeah. of several generations. And he said it himself, feel free to look it up. They asked Deion Sanders cause he would play football and baseball uh-huh. and track cause he was a phenomenal athlete. And they asked him straight up, what is the hardest sport that you ever played? You know, which one was it? And he said, baseball. Why? Because you got to hit a round ball with a round bat and the ball is going lightning fast. Yeah. And your reaction time and your ability to get to that ball in the infield or outfield, uh, there's a lot of ground to cover. uh, And to be able to hit that ball is very, very hard. Yeah. You know, so it is a very, very difficult sport. Not to mention, it is a sport where we have to teach our kids you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to make mistakes. That's any sport. No, 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 no. Not like baseball. Why? Because baseball, you're playing 160 something games a year, 160 games a year plus. And if you win 78 of those games, you have a potential to go to the world series. Well, so that 78 out of a hundred and basically half the games you're going to lose half the games you're going to win. Yeah. And if you win half the games, at least or more, you can go to the World Series. 
So, so that was one of the things the coaches said after the game is they, he asked the boys, Kathy asked the boys, he said, how many times did two teams play in the World Series to determine who the championship is? And the boys were like seven. And they said, so see, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. It's the best out of seven is the winner. And what Sarah said is she said, you know, we just tell our kids they made fewer mistakes today. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's not it, necessarily it just, that they're a better team. Yeah, they just, just made fewer mistakes. It, it didn't go our way. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, uh, I was watching the games on Game Changer. You know, our boys were hitting the gaps. Right? They were hitting the ball and they were hitting the gaps. Garrett railed one down the third baseline, which is a... a couple of times on sa- in yeah, Saturday's a, games. A, a great hit. Well, son, the next day, that ball went straight to the third baseman. Yeah. You know, and that's the difference in that is literally inches. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a very tough game. And we and that's one of the things that we do preach with our kids is we're going to win classy. We're going to lose classy. Yeah. We're going to go and congratulate the other team. We're going to keep our head up and we're going to be classy. Yeah. And we're going to learn to lose with class because yeah. we're going to lose and we're going to win with class. We're not going to be boastful. We're not going to because there are teams and we've talked about it before that are like, you know, very braggadocious and you know, they're, they're, they're taunting and they're, you know, they're throwing their finger in the air, you know, stuff like that. You know, one of my, um, football coaches, uh, seventh grade, who's passed and, and a Gregory Portland Wildcat legend, one of the most winning coaches in Texas history was coach Klein. And I remember coach Klein telling us, you do not throw a finger in the air. We are not number one. He goes, because in, until we play every seventh grade team in the country, mm-hmm. we are not number one. And I will not see you throw your finger in the air. And I just remember yeah. that lesson. Yeah. You know, just great guy. But um, Garrett's just got such fire. There was one, they called him out at second, and he was so upset. He came walking off the base. I was safe. I was safe. He was walking into the dugout doing this. <laughs> I mean, we did get a lot of bad calls. We did. We got we a did. lot of bad calls, and it also uh, makes you wonder. Uh, the team that won the championship and the team that we were playing against that got we got bad calls on. Uh, the coach is the CEO yeah. of uh, Perfect Game. Perfect Game. Is so what I heard. Is what basically, I, heard. The, I don't know. I, the, didn't, the, I didn't look up to see. Who basically, the, the refs are hired by his company. <laughs> so and and coincidentally, all the calls went in his favor. You know, and that coach because he's a coach too. He like the kids would run to first. And there'd be a tight play, and that coach would go, safe, he's safe. And then the kid, the kid refs would be like, he's safe. Like, and we're like, dude, you should know your influence and you should keep your you should not say anything. Yeah. Right? I'm just saying, I don't know the guy. Probably a great guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was so fun. That's why I love listening to Game Changer, dude, because the volume's on. Uh-huh. And could I could you hear me? I could hear all your conversations. <laughs> I know. I forget what I was yelling. And uh, it was, yeah, Jamie said, I'm sure Steve can hear you. One of the, one of the conversations was about peeing in the parking lot. Oh, that was not me. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I could tell it was like one of the grandmas. She was like, oh, hell, I open up a little country grandma. I open up both doors and I get an umbrella and I just pee right there. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm listening on Game Changer like, oh, no, man. Bring umbrella, bring umbrella. It's so funny to get a transcription of what happens, what's said during the game changer game. All the conversations. It's yeah. so funny, dude. Um, great weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm busy, man. We got, 
I did the helicopters for heroes thing on Monday. And then today's Tuesday, uh, Wednesday I have off Thursday. This is going to be an interesting one. When are, oh, this, we're traveling with you this week. No, next week. Next week. Oh, oh but this is going to be interesting. interesting so Nellie was booked and I know who that is. I, I don't, I, I need to catch up on his songs. Okay, I'm sure I know him. Um, yeah. You know him? Yeah, I, I know, I know. I know, I know Nelly, right? Um, but Nelly's concert. Oh, for, you know Nelly, hot in here. Oh, it's getting, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get out there. <laughs> um, You're going to have to take your tank top with you. Which, by the way, like, you know, we're, we're very particular about the music that our kids listen to in our vehicle, in our home. Any music that we can control, we make sure that, that our kids are listening to very positive music and, and no bad words. And, oh, I was going to say, I don't know about that. I know there's one, there was one you'd been playing that had a bad word in it and Delilah repeated it. She was like well, singing the line of the song and I was like, Oops. Oh yeah, we got to stop that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, the baseball game, they all have their walk-up music. Uh-huh. It was the cutest thing. That's so funny. You said that because one of Nelly's fav- famous songs is called batter up. I was like, we got to add that to our, our walk-up. Oh list. my gosh, dude. And Delilah comes to me cause I get there after the game and Delilah wants to ride with me because she hadn't seen me. Yes. And she gets in the car and I go, I go, Delilah Ray, what do you want to hear, baby? And she goes, she goes, play who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? And it's the cutest thing coming out of her. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck did, did she, she hear get that? that from? The baseball game. But it wasn't even our team. She just uh, heard it coming through a speaker from and, another team. And to hear and this like little voice go, who for let her. the dogs out? Who, 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 who? It's the cutest thing. Um, but what were we talking about? Now, now I'm distracted. Nelly, we were talking about oh, Nelly. Nelly this weekend. Yes. Where are you going this so, weekend? So Nelly was playing the same fair that I'm going to play on Thursday. I was going to headline the fair. He was headlining the fair. On different nights. Different nights. Turns out he had a lightning storm. So they had to cancel Nelly. And then they called and said, well, can we put Nelly on your show? And would you like to open up for Nelly? And I'm like, sure. Like, why not? I don't want to be difficult. I'm all about it. That's going to be wild. I still get paid, but it's going to be interesting because I'm going to have to perform in front of a, well, yeah, a non-Steve like, Trevino audience. Lori was like, how cool. And I was like, yeah, but how, like fairs like that are already challenging enough. One, because you're outdoors. But two, this the space is massive. And to like pull people and grab people. Well, then, and then tough. people that are there for a, a concert versus a comedy show. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a different it's, vibe. It's going to be interesting. Um, you know, it's the same with corporate gigs. Corporate gigs are so hard yeah. and people don't realize, like I get hired for these corporate gigs and you know, they've just had PowerPoint. They've just, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing their business stuff all week. And then they bring me in and then the tables are far from the stage and the lighting's not right. And the microphone sucks usually. And the yeah. sound system's not great. And, uh, they're like, Steve, you know what? We'll, we'll do you right at dinner. And I'm like, great. So now they're eating dinner, yeah. you know, and then I got to go up and make them laugh. And then the boss is in the room, which affects things quite a bit. Yeah. Right. I've already learned to go, who's the boss? Who here is the main boss? Yeah. And then, you know, they'll raise their hand. I'm like, you tell me what I can do. PG, P, you know, so that that way yeah. when the boss says, you know, a lot of times the boss will go, fuck it, do your thing. And then I'm like, you heard him. You heard. And then yeah. everybody loosens up everybody. Cause you're around work, you know, I'm curious to see too, just like the, the audience. Cause you're, I would say that your demographic is different from the Nelly demographic. I would think so. And so, well, yes and no. 
because because they're going to be our age. Yeah. Right. The Nelly demographic is going to be our age, so that means that they are married. They are dealing with a wife that's a pain in their ass. They're probably raising kids. So I would say that they're in There's the demo. Yeah. They're in the demo. I don't know if they're fans. And the problem is, are they prepared for stand-up? Yeah. I'm That's curious to pro- have this conversation next week after the show. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it, it's, I, uh, again, I have been doing comedy for 22 years now. Yeah. And I have learned the tips and tricks and how to handle situations like that. Yeah. Right? And I think that, you know, some of these younger comics. Hopefully no one throws a phone at you. Yeah. Well, that'd be awesome. We'll go viral. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go viral if that happens. I'm still waiting for a woman to deliver a baby. During, oh, you like, have some really pregnant women come to your shows. Like I've been like, there with women who are one about time, to pop. And one like, time. If I can get a woman to go into labor. They say that like laughing, that can make it happen. We'll, we'll go viral and be famous. They say that can make it happen. Um, but no, it, it is going to be interesting. And, and I have learned over the years how to handle certain situations. Yeah. So I think that I will be able to somewhat handle the situation. I do believe that, that my standup is relatable enough and funny enough that if I get their attention that I can hold it. Yeah. You know, it's um, just that people are going to be showing up for the concert while you're on stage. And then if, if I don't right, and if it doesn't go well, I go into autopilot, I still get paid and <laughs> off to the next gig. It is what it is. It is what yeah, it but is. You do. You have to like rush off to the next gig. Don't you? But that's what I tell. That's what I tell young comics. Like you need to know your act. Yeah. Right, because there are times that you're gonna have to get through something, and you better know your act. Power through it. You better know what you're doing, and you better be able to do it without showing that you're freaking out. Yeah. Right, because a lot of times, you know, I always tell people, comics bomb because the comic on stage is uncomfortable, and when the comic on stage is uncomfortable, it makes the audience. Then the audience gets uncomfortable, and then it just goes downhill. And then the audience is feeling sorry for the guy on stage and the guy on stage is starting to feel sorry for himself more. <laughs> and then it just goes fucking downhill. You know, when Arturo and I met, I was the door guy at the Addison Improv. So, you know, Art would go to work and then he'd meet me for drinks uh-huh. and he'd come to the comedy club and hang out. And a million times, right, Art, where you would see, the, dude, Art would, I, afterwards, he'd be like, oh my God, I felt, I felt terrible for that guy. I, oh my, I, did he, does he not know he sucks? Like, this was... <laughs> This was terrible. Like, like this is terrible. <laughs> but it, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll buy you drinks. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> it, it, so it's it's hard. Yeah. But 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 again, because speaking in front of an audience is the number one fear that people have. Really? Over heights? Google it. I it. Over what? Over heights. Is well, like de- death really is number two, fear? fear of death. Yeah. Which I don't know how you can be afraid of death because it's inevitable. Yeah, like, but it can be a very long process. Oh, shit. It is a very long process. <laughs> 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 it is. Oh, my God. Uh, it's very, uh, uh, top three fears, public speaking. Public speaking. Uh, heights. Heights. And bugs. Bugs. Yes. Oh, Rats for Miss Lori. Yeah, public speaking is... So somebody's already deathly afraid of it. Wow, I know. So then when they see somebody eating it, they go, see, that's what happens. <laughs> that's that's why you don't talk in front of people. Look what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah that makes so sense. It, it's scary. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. I, I've never had that fear. 
Yeah. Fear of speaking in front of people, I, I've never had that fear. You know, and, and again, because Arturo's in the room right now. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I was like, hey, Arturo's a Marine. Give it up. And he, he, like, he doesn't like attention. He doesn't like being called out. Like, uh-huh. even right now, he's not even on camera. He's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, he's a very humble guy, you know. But people are so afraid of it. So that when a comic goes on stage and is not doing well, yeah. if, if, if he has a I don't give a fuck if he's into attitude, that person's insecurity. Oh, if they, okay. If they have a, I don't give a fuck that I'm doing bad attitude, uh-huh. then the audience goes, well, he doesn't care. It doesn't bother him. Yeah. So if it doesn't bother him, it doesn't bother me. But as soon as they show that it's bothering them, uh-huh. it's game over. And I think that that's what comes with, with time on stage is that you get to the point where you're bulletproof. You know, we're, we're, you know, that's what I love so much about going up at the comedy store. When I was going up at the comedy store is there'd be eight people in the audience. Yeah. And it was like, if you don't learn to go up there and not give a fuck, you're in trouble. Yeah. Right. Cause there's eight people in the room. So you just learn to walk up stage and be like, look, All I'm going to get is that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to walk on stage. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get very little reaction anyway. A very little, you know, so you just, you, the, the over and over and over and over and repetition of, of doing that room yeah. is why you get that thick skin and you just what you're able to walk on stage and go, there's nothing that you people can do to shake me. Yeah. There's nothing. You know, there's a, you know, Bill Burr had been around forever and, and the, he was one of the first people to go viral for standups to go viral. Um, and it's, it's a brilliant, what was it? It's what was a the clip, brilliant you know? clip. I know exactly what the clip is. I remember when it went viral and it went viral on YouTube. So they're doing this show in Philly and it was like a radio station show. So like 10,000 people, Philly is notorious for being rowdy, fucking rowdy yeah. and booing people. Right. Um, Comet goes up. They literally boo him off stage. Li- I mean, literally, boo- and they're loving it. The audience is loving that the audience is winning, right? Yeah. So then Bill goes up, and everybody, please look at this. It was so funny. And he's like, I got 12 minutes, motherfuckers, and I'm not going anywhere. Boo all you want, you pathetic, racist pieces of shit. I mean, just fucking, I hope your mother gets AIDS. Like, I mean, just. Whoa. And then he would say, eight more minutes. (laughs) Eight more, like, (laughs) and I mean, he had this attitude of like, fuck you, you ain't scaring me. Yeah. And, I mean, he shit on them. You know, he's like Sonny Liston or some, he was some famous boxers from here. He's black. Fuck. Can't put a statue of him. So you put a statue of a fake fucking boxer, Rocky, you pieces <laughs> of shit. I mean, dude, he just goes off on these people. Uh-huh. Three more minutes. I mean, like, dude. Did they laugh? So he wins them. Yeah. By, by minute, the, with three more minutes left, they start clapping for him. They start cheering him on. And that was the clip that people were like, oh my God, check this out. Yeah. And Bill was bulletproof and Bill did not care. I want to go look it up now. Um, there's another great uh, example of that with Bernie Mac. You know, Bernie Mac's famous set that blew him up on Def Comedy Jam he walks out there and goes, I ain't afraid of you motherfuckers. Oh, I think I've seen that one, yep. actually. They, goes, they must talk about it on some doc, some comedy documentary or something, because I have seen that but, one. But he had that attitude of like, you guys aren't going to rattle me. You guys aren't yeah. going to shake me, and you're not getting me off the stage. I'm doing what I'm doing, right? And and you guys, I'm telling you out there, if you have not seen this Bill Burr clip, hilarious, it yeah. but it is a master class of public speaking. I mean, he was like, I'm here. I ain't going anywhere. And y'all got me for 12 minutes. Here we go. 
and it was awesome. So, oh, we got to thank our sponsors, Aztec Chevrolet. Uh, they have a location in Beeville. Uh, they now have Uvalde Chevrolet in Uvalde, Texas. They also have Goliath Ford. <laughs> it's hard to say it. Goliath Ford. Uh, but please, please, please give them an opportunity. Um, our contractor hit me up about a vehicle that's on the lot right now. Um, a, a Denali Acadia. Yeah. Uh, our contractor does not want it. If you're looking for a Denali Acadia at a damn good price with low mileage, 2019, it's beautiful. It's blue. Uh, it's a great family car. We had Acadias. Yeah. Uh, two Acadias in our relationship, and we, we absolutely loved them. So um, give them a shot. Old Salt Coffee, can't live without it. Uh, I gave these guys Old Salt Coffee today. Did you like it? Love it. Great coffee, awesome. right? Awesome. Great coffee. So yeah. um, please uh, support Old Salt Coffee, Navy owned, Navy operated, and Trevino 10 gets you the discount. And please, please, please download the app, Pick Cherries. Do that for us. We're very, very, oh, and then you were going to give the dates of, of where I'm at. Oh, uh, no. Friday well, I was just going to say, yeah, this weekend you're in Minneapolis and Louisville, and I've never been to both those cities, and they're like cool cities. Very Your cool Your schedule's city. just so crazy. I'm more excited about, about Louisville. I'm really excited to go to Louisville. They have a huge theater festival there. Yeah. That they I'm do. Really, it's a great theater We're looking festival. forward to that. And then the week after that, I am in Irvine, California. It is going to be a nutty, nutty week. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, Netflix people coming uh, NFL Network people coming. I mean, it's going to be insane. Managers, agents, the whole thing. And then you're doing um, a theater right wife, after that. The wife and kids are coming. Uh, yep. It's going to be awesome. Then we're doing a theater after that. You're doing a theater after that. You're doing Albany. You're doing Mashantucket, Connecticut, Foxwoods, a casino. And then you're doing Town Hall in New York City. Yep. And I'm a little... Uh, uh, I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little worried because every time I do somebody's podcast, I go viral in the worst way. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing uh, I'm doing Adam Carolla's podcast, so so I will let you guys know uh, when that episode airs, or, or either that or it'll go viral. Only talk episode. about yourself. Just do oh that. My gosh, that dude, way you like only talk about yourself on this podcast. No every, one else. Don't talk every about anybody podcast else. I do. It's uh, it's hard, but I'm 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 looking forward to it. Adam Adam Carolla seems I met him once, uh, but he seems like a very down to earth guy. Um, yeah. He also seems to have had a. Very similar story to mine. Oh, really? I didn't um, know this. How so? Uh, not good in high school. Not very smart in yeah. high school. Um, went into the construction world and, you know, came from hardworking parents. Adam Carolla doesn't you know. strike me as a construction worker. Oh, yeah. He's a, he, yeah? he was a, um, a laborer and a construction worker and seems like a really good guy. I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully having great conversations about um, the way we grew up. And I, I, I yeah. think we, you know... Uh, we're very similar, so I'm excited to, to get to know him. And, I'm interested and, to see what you gentlemen will, will talk about. And have a conversation with him, so I'm excited about it. So I, we will keep you guys posted. Um, you look beautiful, as always, in your 80s outfit there. Thank Who got you. that for you? The, uh, Sarah and Jen and Jamie got it for me with with all my plethora of panties. I feel like such a... They were fucking me up with all your sizes. Well, what size is Renee? And what shoe size? Oh, and we were I'm dying like, because I'm like, said, I don't know what... She doesn't let me buy her things. They asked me, they said, what's your favorite color? And... Uh, Green money. <laughs> and they said... Steve told us red, and I was like, that's my least favorite color. <laughs> I said she wears red lipstick. That's what I said. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't wear red lipstick that much. 
lips. It's like so rare I wear red lipstick. I don't know what your favorite color is because you don't have a favorite color. Well, no, that's okay. Don't feel bad because then they asked Christine, husband, the other birthday girl, they asked her husband what her favorite color was and he said rainbow. Like he just chose the, <laughs> the safest rainbow. She likes every color. Which, by the way, Christine made us, <laughs> uh, we had a party here at the house and she made this this, this banana pudding and it was... I mean, one of the best, and nothing against my stepmom, Sarah, because Sada makes amazing banana pudding, but this banana pudding was delicious. Oh my God, it was delicious. Yeah. And then her husband comes over and he's like, you made that for the party? And she was like, yeah, why? He goes, that's for me. <laughs> he goes, you only make that for me. Well, no, it wasn't in their anniversary. <laughs> it was like their anniversary or something. Yeah, he goes, that's, he goes you make that on my anniversary? That's for me? <laughs> Like, he was so hurt that she made it for others. And it was, like, almost like she cheated on him. It, it must be a Nick thing because she said one time she baked brownies for him to take to, like, a, I don't know, some football party or something that he was going to. She wasn't going. She said he came back with the brownie. He's like, hey, bitch, don't be cheating on me. But it was so, he was. I mean, the look on his face where he was like, why did you make this for them? Like that's for me. That's special for me. <laughs> like it was almost like he, like he got cheated on. Yeah. Like yeah. like almost like the uh, the pudding was wearing crotchless panties, <laughs> and we were scooping it through the crotchless <laughs> part. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, hopefully this podcast. With that, this is what happens when Rick is not here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the wheels fall off. Um, but we're very excited about our Netflix special. We are filming in San Antonio on November 24th and 25th. Yes. We put tickets on sale for Friday. Yep. So oh, yeah. We added a Friday if show. If people want to come see it, we've added a Friday show. Oh. And I would love love to be, for it to be full of people. I can't wait, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.